This episode and every episode of A Beer With is recorded live in Diffuse Studios. Diffuse Studios, we're here, we're set up, uh, we've got a great space for anyone to work in. Currently, our price is $35 an hour. Um, if it's your first time coming to the studio to use the space, you'll get your first hour free, and that starts from you know when we set you up and we sort of run through all the gear and and you know sort you out so you're ready to go. Um, so if, if you want to do long blocks in the studio, we'll, we obviously do some discounted pricing there. So anything over a five hour block or longer, um, you get a discount um, on the hourly rate. Um, but $35 an hour at the moment, uh, there's no minimum of hours. So if it is your first time, you can just come in for the one hour, totally on the house and free, um, and you know just to check some stuff out and check out the space. So if you want to get in touch, you can check us out on all socials, but the easiest way is to go to the website. It's just www.diffusedstudios.com, and you can go to the contact form and get in touch. So I got to play... Uh, in the main room at Prohibition for clothes the other night. I was just going out um, to check out the club and, and, you know, see what was going on. Um, and one of the girls, Danny, who was um, who was playing at the clothes, um, she was actually feeling, uh, had a bit of a headache in that. Um, so we just went back to back for that set. Um, but that was so much fun. Um, obviously, closing in that main room is just heaps of fun. Um, you know, a packed dance floor. Uh, yeah, that, that was awesome. So uh, hopefully I'll be back again soon. Um, I've been talking with the guys there and yeah, hopefully we'll have something coming up soon. Um, yeah, so hopefully I will be back at Prohibition sometime in the near future. All right, guys, so we've got Fooney in for this one. Uh, really great chat. Thanks to him for coming in. Um, let's get this episode going. Hey guys, welcome back. This is another episode of A Beer With. I'm your host Jai, and today on the episode we've got Fooney. Now Fooney is a DJ, music producer from Brisbane. Uh, he makes a, a wide range of music, um, but mainly sort of dabbling in the hip hop and bass genres. Um, yeah, he's been, been around for ages, we've, we've talked about a heap of stuff. Um, you know, Sundays at Stockies and the old Boundary, how we got into music and DJing, um, you know, like doing house parties and things like that. Um, we really cover, a, you know, quite a range of stuff to do with DJing and coming up in the scene and learning stuff. Talk about your shot, uh, production stuff as well. So, uh, yeah, really love this one. And thanks to Funi for coming on the show. So let's just get this one underway. So as always, sit back, crack a beer if you have one and enjoy the episode. This is A Beer with Funi. So uh, you're almost like a, a veteran with the like podcast and interview sort of game now. You've been on it's been getting me. drunk with DJs yeah. and Dimes Cast as well. Yes. So um, how were those? Those are fun. I think the crazy thing was just having, I guess, headphones on because you could hear yourself and it was just trippy. Yeah, yeah. Because with <laughs> the boys, because they've got it set up. Yeah, yeah. yeah in the but, studio. But I mean, it's always cool to just have a talk. You know. Yeah. Talk about everything that's going on, all the questions they ask. It's not really weird because every time I say every time like. The podcast that I've done, I've always been like, "Hey, do I have to like, you know, say shit or yeah. do things?" Like, no, nah, just talk. Do I have so. to prepare anything? Yeah, do like, I do I... To, what do you want me to talk about? <laughs> do yeah. I have to send a draft by next week? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I always like, or sometimes I like fuck with guests and just be like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, no, you didn't get the questions I sent through. <laughs> you didn't write that essay. Yeah. Like, we're gonna start with the essay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Question three, you said yes. Now, what do you? 
What, what do you yeah. like? What do you mean by that? <laughs> yeah, what? yeah. And I suppose it's pretty easy with those boys because you, you know, you, obviously you know all those guys yeah. really well. Um, all that sort of like, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to say it's the Sunday at Stockies crew, <laughs> but the. I mean, it was at at uh, Boundary before. But yeah. it's like, you know that whole crew sort of. Yeah. Like, of, of I was really fortunate. I was really fortunate just to be on the sort of like on the end of it per sex like i was the last one out of my group of friends to turn 18 yeah and they had like a year on from me so by the time they were sort of like oh you know stock uh boundaries you know closing down oh good memories i'm just like fuck so you only caught the tail end of when it was a boundary yeah i would say maybe about like a year well i played stockies when i was 19 yeah so i only got maybe just under a year at boundary but like those that place was probably yeah, my favorite. <laughs> yeah, you reckon it was you liked it better? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Frizy. <laughs> sorry, Frizy. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's hard to say. There's <laughs> yeah, just different venues and like, stuff. I different mean, people too. You yeah, know. Yeah. Like I mean, crowds. like for me, when I was eighteen, you know, for something like that to have such a really huge, I guess, impact on a lot of DJs and a lot of, uh, you know, people that go out on Sundays, it's cooler for me to just to be like, yeah, I was able to play there and. Yeah, not say I don't like stockies, I love stockies, but obviously there's just two different two different breeds, I feel. Yeah. Obviously it's not about the same people, but yeah, they're doing their thing and I was just happy to be a part of the boundary stuff, which was yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, I suppose, you know, it's different music, different time, like you're never gonna be able yeah. to recreate the exact same thing, you know. <laughs> I, I like just missed out when they had this quote unquote like alien mixer. Yeah. Which was, I don't even know what it was. It might have been like a Behringer mixer or something like that. And I just yeah, see yeah. photos just before I turn 18. I'll go through their Facebook and stuff. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, that looks hard. That yeah, looks very yeah. interesting. But yeah, no, it's really cool. I miss that place. Yeah. And so you playing there later tonight? Like, yeah, um, I'm going to go play in the R&B room. It's good fun there. Where's the R&B Because I haven't been there since the Sundays at Stockies has started there. Like, oh, I really? was a resident at Stockies for a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I haven't been there for ages. So where where is the R and B room? Is that uh, downstairs? So that's upstairs? the downstairs room. Yeah. I don't know that. I know that there's one. What well, there's one, two, three, four rooms. Yeah. Um. They had like a different layout when they first started. Yeah. And then they've changed a few things around, but the R and B rooms always stayed downstairs. Yeah, yeah. That for me, that place is just a, a favorite. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like the main room I used to play in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always a good time, especially when it's like even in cases where like oh it's pissing down rain, you can always guarantee that they'll just come there. As yeah, well, yeah, because it's inside. It's a good yeah. time. It's a very good time. Yeah, yeah. and then R and B room. Yeah, R and B rooms downstairs. Uh, attic slash the trap room that people say is upstairs behind the bar. What used to be the like Stocky's staff room? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. At one point, the beer garden was just undercover, and the back room of the decks basically was the room that is now the trap room. Okay, yeah. And that before that was the little chill area. We would just get wristbands, and then whoever had wristbands could yeah, go back yeah. there. It was cool, fun time, but I feel like after a while, people were just getting too loose and it's just too like, loose. Get, yeah, I mean, like, thing. if all the DJs are able to get their own personal, you know, bartender and place to just drink in the back, of course they're just gonna keep going. It gets there. messy, yeah. And like, then it gets messy. Yeah, it's, great. it's good times. At one point, I found fifty bucks on the floor. Yeah, I was just happy. Just, just like, like yeah, I didn't even question it. Just yeah. like, uh, <laughs> thanks, suckies. It's always dangerous when you've got like a bartender there just for a small group of you because like, oh, yeah. I always find that like it's as soon as you finish your drink they're like do you want another one you're mm. like um yeah I guess so and then but then it's like you get later in the night yeah. and they're like do you want another one you're like um <laughs> maybe maybe just one more <laughs> like, you know yeah, like, I had that fair share it was a good time like just when it started maybe about like a 
maybe a year, two years into it, that was when it was starting to get really as, yeah, but quote-unquote messy. It was fun, though. It was yeah, really fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, yeah. Um, so you've... You've obviously, you know, you've been playing there for a while. Where yeah. did you, where did you start playing though? Was it at like, like Boundary? Like actually DJing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, DJing. I've been DJing since like when I was in high school. So yeah. I was doing house parties back in the day with a friend. And, you know, I've told these stories a lot where, yeah, me and my mate used to every weekend go to parties, set up, do the cheap deals, be like, hey, we'll give you a DJ, a photographer, a full light show and uh 12 by 6 marquee for 500 bucks. Yeah. And then yeah. we used to split it between the two of us. So, like, that yeah, sort of got... That's so cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and so, yeah. like, Southside of Brisbane, instant that was party. sort of, like, the instant party thing yeah, for me. Yeah. And that was sort of what sparked the, I guess, the, you know, the drive, I guess. You know, people wanting me to play at their, ha- like, you know, birthdays yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And then they just say, yeah, we'll pay you this much. Yeah, my first ever gig that I ever got paid for was 50 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like, for me, a big deal. It was like, yeah, I'll yeah. get paid for this. Yeah, I'll get like, paid. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, dude. Professional. Then, yeah, yeah, like, mom, look. And yeah. then, you know, spent it that night. Um, yeah, yeah. Then, you know, I started doing the house party stuff. And then started doing some really good business towards me, uh, towards like 17, 16. Yeah. Started doing like, yo, we got like house parties and then a formal the next night and then we're going to do the after formal for that night and then we have to set up in the morning the formal party for that night and then yeah. just i had really good times there and that sort of I guess djing and a controller yeah. started learning it's you know what so, controller um the first one was a newmark mix track pro oh uh, yeah yeah and new then yeah. yeah and then it was my friend that i did the house parties with he bought um the air tractor s2 yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then so I learned I've learned off like three different softwares now. It was Virtual DJ first with the Numark. Yeah. You know, looking at uh dubstep mixes Numark Pro tutorial. Yeah, yeah. And then going from that to doing the house parties with my mate playing off tractor. Yep. And then made enough money doing that and then I bought the Pioneer DDJ SX. Yeah. And then started learning using Pioneer stuff and then Yeah, yeah. Then, as soon as I turned 18, I started learning into the Pioneer, you know, CDJs. Yeah, and yeah. slowly started doing it that way. My first, I guess, my first uh, experience with CDJs was with Ryan Hall and Tyler. Yeah. They had a house party um, in, I think it was Jimboomba. It was like far south side. Yeah. And... They were like, oh, yeah, come bring your mates over. Um, you know, we got CDJs. And I'm like, I've never played off them. I don't know what to do. He's like, yeah, no, no, yeah. just play off mine. Anyway, we rock up. You know, and I just playing off tracks that I just hopefully know and see if it mixes well. Didn't yeah, know anything yeah. about effects at the time. Yeah, yeah. And I was just basically just beat matching, not even touching the knobs because at the time didn't even bloody know what it was. Yeah, and yeah. just you know felt like oh my god, I'm so cool and that playing was, on proper CDJs. Yeah, 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 proper CDJs. But yeah, doing the house parties there, and then when I turned eighteen, I started playing off CDJs. I think the first ones were like. T- 850s or something like that? Yeah, yeah. My first ever set in the valley was at our place. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, at the upstairs where they had, like, this... I think it was called The Nest or something? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was, like, the most dodgiest bloody <laughs> setup. But yeah. it was, you know, it is what it is. I was just like, man, I'm playing with CDJs that are not up to where I'm at right yeah, now. Yeah. And that was... From there, it went from those 850s to, I think, 2000s and... At 
Boundary. And that yeah. was Boundary was sort of me where I started learning CDJs a little bit more, you know. Yeah, yeah. Using more comfortable. Yeah, more comfortable using record box, yeah. knowing how to play shit, you know. And then... Knowing what all the knobs do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, you know, DJing through that and then going from that to, I guess, playing small clubs. Uh, played at Amped and, like, a bunch of other small yep. places. And then slowly started to get into, like, bigger things. And then the Met... Uh, got me as a resident there, which was cool. Yep. And then Culture Kings as well. That was yeah, a really yep. cool one because that was me going a different way of DJing, which was turntables and like yeah. scratching and hip hop based type stuff where the mixing techniques are different, but yeah. it's something that I've always wanted to learn. You know, yeah, exactly, I, I like yeah. looking at DMC um, championships yeah, DMC and stuff, you know, so DMC great. comps, you know, and so you know, seeing how they manipulate sound compared yeah. to like how we in the EDM, I guess, yeah. manipulate sound. It's different, but it's, you always get that pop out of the crowd, which is always fun. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I'll tell you, yeah, house parties to clubs and then managed to make it somewhat of a like part-time job. Like yeah, so, yeah. 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 I'll say, yeah. <laughs> so the stuff at, um, with the turntable stuff, that's mm. something you d- you learned later on. It's not yeah. like you started on vinyl. Nah, and, definitely know, so not. It's, it's, I you, I always wanted I always wanted vinyl, and when my parents wanted to buy me the little mix track controller, they were like, "You sure you don't want turntables?" Oh, and, man. At, and at the time, I was like, "Oh, no, like, that's, no that, that's not that's not the DJ thing. Too big. Like, it's too big." You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, "This is." I feel like you know, the, like, and I'm just. You know, what I see on YouTube is like, you know, this guy's playing off a controller. Yeah, you know? yeah. And at the time, I was just being impatient because then they're like, we can save up. You know, it might take a little bit, but if we save up, we might get this. Yeah. And I'm just like, look, if you just get the cheapest one, I don't mind. Like, yeah, yeah. That's cool. 300 is not bad for the first one. You know? yeah, yeah. And then, yes, wanted to learn how to scratch. I had like a little button that can enable the jog wheel to scratch. Yeah, and yeah. it just was not cutting it. Nah, it was... Nah. It's not <laughs> nice really pun. good. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't couldn't control the fader, the cross fader, yeah. so you can't really cut properly. Yeah. But slowly started to learn off a controller. So CDJ, oh, the uh, track. So scratching on a controller. Yeah. yeah. There's like a video on YouTube on my old account that <laughs> it was me doing like a thing, like eight minute mix. I'm yeah. gonna be very surprised if it's still up because there was yeah. like so much music. If it's copyrighted, yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna yeah, be taken yeah, yeah. down. But yeah, so I learned scratching off. Uh, uh, yeah, the tractor controller, yeah, and then the pioneer controller, and then slowly doing it with CDJs when I was doing the hip hop stuff, and then when Culture Kings hired me, they had turntables, and so yeah. at that point I slowly started to learn like, oh, I can control it in a different way, and yeah, it, there's so much more. Yeah, control, there's yeah. a little bit more like feel in a way, yeah, know? and. That you get was, that feedback of, yeah. the, of the track actually exactly. moving in that. Yeah. yeah, I love turntables. It's a it's a really cool art form. I yeah. really like it because it's, I guess, you know, <laughs> I don't know, my dad would, would like to see me play off something like that because he yeah. reminds him of when he was young, you know, yeah, back in the yeah. day, his his mates in New Zealand would, you know, he had a mate that was a DJ and he used to tell me these stories like, yeah, we used to carry crates of vinyl, yeah. and, you know, put it in your uncle's back seat, you know, drive all the way there, we were chilling in the back, you know, he had to change all the vinyl with, you know, yeah. go through the crates and then, you So know, different now, yeah. like, you know, but... It's cool now, I guess, because he's seen the videos of me just playing on vinyl. I know it's not like... I'm not vinyl, like turntables. I know it's not yeah. vinyl, but, you know, going back to that, you know, physical, you know, yeah, spinning actually, of the job. And adding that sort of little bit more uniqueness into sets and stuff, you know. Yeah. You can just add that into yeah. a, into a party set or whatever. It's pretty know, cool. Like, like uh, sometimes in the attic or in, like, uh, EDM sets, I'll do, like, little scratch sentences. Yeah, yeah just, just something just to, in there. Yeah. yeah, just to mess around. Obviously, in the hip-hop, you know, room, it's just, like, 
a thing. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah. outside of it, it's always fun. Yeah, I'm yeah. very, very like just glad that I you know started learning that quick because it's now just been like something that I'm not so like doubtful of. Where yeah, like man, I, I can never. It. Yeah, it's like I can never move my fingers as fast, and now it's like I'm actually practicing to try and do it, and it's like yeah. okay, this is uh, kind I can of actually making, do this. Yeah, this pull this of, off. Yeah. yeah, that's it. I'm it's, comfortable to just throw it out there in mm. a set and like yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. So and so you went the other way. That's that's interesting because you know so many people are like they'll start on vinyl <laughs> and then move to you know CDJs yeah, and digital. Yeah. But I suppose that helps that you learnt to play um, like do scratching on CDJs and controllers because yeah. it means like I, I feel like going from scratching on vinyl to trying to scratch on a controller yeah. or anything would be really hard. Yeah. But sort of to go the other way, you sort of you know like. Yeah, you've already and, learnt the heart of it. Yeah, you know? and, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, I looked up to guys like DJ Snake who started off vinyl, you know. Yeah. And I look at a lot of artists that they don't necessarily prom- prom- perform it or promote it, but they are like amazing scratch, you know, people. Like, yeah. I found out like Juicy J was like an amazing turntables. Yeah, I was like, what the heck? And then I'll see guys like um, so like Juicy J will be one of them. DJ Snake's another, and then like guys like Mac J, yeah, he's a Melbourne bounce kind of electronic DJ. But yeah, there's videos, there's videos on his Instagram that was like, you know, uh, name a DJ that can do this, and it's like scratching on CDJs. He's like proper yeah. cutting it up, and I'm just yeah. like, it's cool to just sort of see, be like, oh, so you can do it on this. Yeah. All yeah. right. Cool. Like. Yeah, yeah. It's let's possible. give it. A, let's give it a crack one day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw DJ at. Um, DJ Chronic one time was at um, oh, yeah. up at Full Moon and um, he was he was scratching on CDJs with his nose, man. <laughs> just like literally, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, it's like is this that's serious? Level, like, like not even doing the nose thing. Like, man, you put your face on the CDJ. Yeah, I know. That's that's, 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 that's I know. Nasty. Although afterwards, I was like, "Oh man, we've all been touching that." Yeah, <laughs> no, it's like, like his nose. Like, how is often just do you red. think? How often do you think that gets clean? Oh, I don't like, know, properly, dude. you know, <laughs> that's like, always been a thing. Like. Three things I've learned from, like, the club DJ thing is, like, one, don't touch the, like, cushions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two, be wary about where you sit in Kogos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then three is just, yeah, like, oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot, a lot of wild stuff goes on in nightclubs. So yeah. you gotta, you got to watch out for that kind of stuff. Exactly. Just don't touch anything that's sticky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's definitely good advice there. Yeah, no, no. So um, are you are you doing any like residencies anywhere at the moment? Like, uh, at the moment, or? it's just been stockies. Yeah, uh, yeah. Had it's pretty to... much there most weeks. Yeah, but, yeah, it's been good. I took a break from the Met. Um, wanted to do more like producing and stuff like that. Yeah, which yeah. is good because I guess I can have my weekends to sort of be in a different, I guess, element. Yeah. That's why you know just managed to move into this new house and started making a home studio, and now it's just yeah. sort of going, sort of putting pieces together. And I guess for me, that's what I want to do next. I yep. managed to do sort the of... next step. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And I see a lot of people in the Brisbane scene that are, you know, doing amazing. At, you know, I guess seeing your mates doing good and just yeah, inspires yeah. you to just do the same thing, you know? Yep. Like, so guys like, you know, Hawks and Fitch and all these boys yep. there, they, they're absolutely killing it. Jackknife, like, I guess for me, it's... They've all given me, personally, that like, those guys have given me, like, great praise and be like, yo, like, you can do this as well. Yeah. And it's just like... I've always been in my little shell, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that self doubt kind yeah, of thing, you know. It's like, always, it's always a battle, but I feel from what I've been sort of been thinking about with people that I know that are in the industry that are really, you know, doing them. 
you know, it makes me want to do that as well. And they've told me, like, yo, dude, like, you know, just head down. Yeah. If you need help, help, you know, work, do what you got to do. And it's going well. Yeah. I feel it's given my ears, in a way, a bit of rest (laughs) instead of being in a loud club. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I played um, at the Squeeze Club recently. It was their first, I don't know, their first, their Halloween night. Oh, jeez, that would have been wild. It was pretty cool because, like, I always wanted to play at other clubs and to go there was a yep. really good cool one, especially because it was Halloween and it was quite busy. Just <laughs> didn't realize because like I didn't like I haven't been at clubs much lately and I just realized like holy shit, my hearing's bad or am I just tripping out that it's this loud? Yeah, yeah. And you know, sometimes I'm just like, oh, I just want to stay home and just make music, you know, just yeah, sort of yeah. chill out. And you can turn it down for a bit. Yeah, yeah, chill, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Chill out. Have you can have a break where you yeah. turn it off and there's no sound. Exactly, you know, like... you know what I mean? Go watch a movie, come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, doing that at the moment is good. Yeah, yeah. Doing all the producing stuff, that's sort of the next idea. Yeah, and so how, like, how long have you been doing, like, production for? Um, you're getting into it real big yeah, now, but, like... it's um, it's been a weird one. Like, I've been fiddling with um, FL Studio for I would say about like s- since 2000 and what 11, 12? Yeah. But I was in high school but I used that to, it was more for like media studies stuff so I did um, <laughs> yeah. like film yeah. uh, in high school and stuff so yeah. I used to make little mixes for the videos and I used FL to sort of mix it in. Never yeah, really yeah. used it for production type stuff. Yeah. And then started learning how to do things around when I was like 18 like getting familiar with FL, you know, like, going on tutorials, as we all do. Yeah. And then, uh, I guess I've been trying to, lo- like, <laughs> low-key, high-key, taking it seriously now for, like, a year. Yeah. I mean, I dropped my first ever song under my name, like, official, like, remix, yada yada, um, was the Lucid Dreams one, and that was about a year yeah. ago now. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and that was sort of my big, sort of, like, coming out in a way where I'm just like, yo, like, I'm done just DJing in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to produce. Yeah, like, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. Uh, I want to, I want to play sounds for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's also, I'll say about like, yeah, just over a year now. Yeah. And started doing little, uh, flips and bootlegs here and there. But yeah. I've always been one of those people where I just don't like it to a certain point And then, duplicate that save it and then try and work a different way and then yeah, hopefully yeah. i come back to it but yeah it's been good now because a lot of things have started to come out really well yeah yeah just like experimenting sort of yeah. and stuff like trying new things <laughs> yeah, yeah literally yeah. um everything from i just like i guess attacking projects in different ways like i'll yeah. be doing a trap you know edm type vibe on one track and then I ended up doing... Oh, I, I'll do a hip-hop one the next. You know, yeah, sample-based yeah. stuff. You know, yeah, boom yeah. bap to house music to trap to lo-fi. Yeah. And just sort of finding different techniques to sort yeah. of go in different ways. I think that's interesting. Yeah, that's such a good thing to do because, <laughs> yeah. like, making all different genres because there's, there's little tips and techniques yeah. and things you pick up from, like, writing something else. And you're like, oh, that's why... It yeah. sounds like this in a certain genre. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I've been really getting into, you know, I've I've got, like, a background where I play, like, EDM stuff and then hip-hop stuff. I love making hip-hop, like, yeah. tracks. Yeah, yeah, Even stuff that just sounds like, yo, they'll be tired of someone rapped on this. Yeah, Just yeah. because in that way, I can do stuff that can not say 
be looked down upon, but like I can do things that aren't necessarily right, but it's cool because it's like yeah. something different. Where yeah, if you yeah. try to do that element in the EDM type scene, like let's say in dubstep, certain things I wouldn't chuck in there because it just wouldn't fit that type of vibe. That vibe, yeah. But I guess just learning how to do different things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So with the, with the production then, like, have you got, what, what kind of sound are you going to go for? Like as your actual sound, like obviously it's great to yeah. make lots of different stuff, but do you have like a, an actual a direction sound? or like what still, you want to still searching for yeah, it to be yeah. honest, man. Like I've always had, um, you know, what my first love with electronic dance music was obviously like the flux pavilion, real video gamey type yeah. dubstep type stuff. Yeah. Um, and I also like my future bass as well. I've been low, like slowly learning how to make melodies and going towards like a, I guess not a linear future bass type stuff, but I like going towards stuff that isn't so aggressive, but still has a really good kick to it. I don't know. Bit more melodic sort yeah, of sounds, like, but still with like a yeah, big like yeah. Kick and I mean, future stuff, uh, yeah. like my lucid dreams um, remix was probably the, you know, the first attempt. And then my, collaboration with graveyards with forever I was gonna ask about that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um that sort of stuff where it's sort of got like a vibe to itself yeah that has their moments and then coming out in the end with the really big banger yeah yeah you know and other times i want to do the other way around i don't know yeah, yeah. like yeah I, I guess to say my sound is more just yeah like the high energy but with a sort of feel like sort of going in a different direction yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not just your classic, like, heavy yeah. sort of bass like, and stuff. Like, I... When I first... You want a bit of, like, emotion and melody yeah, and stuff I mean, in some of it. But still hit hard in some parts. Exactly. And I think it's because... I mean, I've been doing trap and dubstep and all that kind of stuff since bass guy turned 18. Like, since I turned 18. Yeah. And majority of those sets that were, like, really huge, I had a lot of heavy stuff. And the times where I wanted to put something a little bit softer, I always second thought about it, I was yeah. like, you know, like, uh, maybe next time, or like, ah, uh, it's in this BPM, yeah. yeah, it's at the hundreds, not the 150s, I don't know if it will translate the way I yeah. want it to, but, you know, now with the sound that I'm doing, I'm sort of, I guess, not just having it be consistent heaviness for that long, because I can't even do that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I used to, I used to be just be playing, you know, a Havoc set, just heavy just yeah, yeah and i love it and it's something that i will always you know love to do but i think for what i want to do for let's say my own show i would definitely want to go that but with other stuff as well you want like i always feel like in a set you really want like peaks and troughs you want mm. room to breathe and chill yeah and then because then when it builds up to that crescendo that peak yeah it's like even bigger exactly. because because you haven't been just smashing it the whole time yeah like, it's great to have those, you know, those builds up to exactly. that big moment and then you can have those bits with more melody and, yeah. like, groove, groove or, like, yeah. you know, chilled out sort of, like, stuff. It's That's why I love doing the warm-up sets. Yeah. You know, it's, I always say that if you're able to warm up, you know, it's easy to war, uh, it's easy to close with a heavy, yeah. with that, you know, heavy capacity crowd, um, yeah. you know, trying to entertain or trying to, like, you know, get people involved at the beginning, let's say there's only like 20 people. That's yeah. a hard thing. Yeah, yeah. And I always like that challenge of being like, yeah, can I connect with them and bring yeah. them closer towards me? Or even just getting into their own little vibe. Yeah. And I guess that's with what I want to do with my sound. You want to have the best of both. Yeah. You know? 
it's, it's almost like with those wamps, it's, it's almost like psychology. You've got to read them. Like you got to oh, see. Yeah, you got to see like a little head bob <laughs> or a little, you or a little, a little foot, a little foot stop. Yeah, you know, yeah, and you're yeah. like, all right, okay, I see what's it, going on. Or they're it. like that, you know, and then yeah. you can sort of like try and figure out. Oh well, I know some similar stuff. Or exactly. Yeah. Try and pick up the energy a bit mm. though, and see if they come with me. You know, like yeah. it's always a big gamble. Again, yeah. with the DJing stuff, you can always, you know play really well to pack people. Yeah, yeah, that psychological game of the first 20 to 30. Yeah. Even if it's a case where, like, the bloody event doesn't sell out and that's all you have. Yeah. Those type of sets I like in a way where it's sort of like a challenge. Yeah. You know, I've been booked in places where they'll be like, yeah, man, it's going to be big, it's going to be busy, and then it's like yeah. 45 people, and yeah. I'm there for two hours or an hour. And yeah. for me, it's like, not like a, most people would be like, oh, this sucks. I'd be like, hey, man, like, Let's see if I can make them really happy. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, I don't know, uh, yeah, I like having the intimacy of just, like, seeing everyone. That's why when I have those sets where there's a lot of people, but I see people that are really into yeah, it is yeah. what makes it, like, I guess, yeah. all worth it, really. I was just watching some Instagram stories before you got here and, yeah. like, just seeing people, like, you know, when you, like, to see a little video, like, from the booth and, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. people in the front row are just, like, Absolutely off tap, just, it, yeah. like, loving it and you're, like, in their own world, like... And just like, you know, just, yeah, just <laughs> loving it. Like, it's crazy when you get that yeah, know, to, to yeah. a set. It's 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 a really amazing <laughs> feeling. Yeah. I, I love it when you, like, lock eyes with someone, too, in the crowd. <laughs> you like, you know, point at me, like, yes! And they're like, yeah! You know, uh, like, they love it. I, the one place that does it a lot, which I really enjoy, Biscuit Factory. Oh, yeah. it's amazing. I've played for, I played for Biscuit Factory a few times, and... Every set, there's always at least one or two dudes there that will just, like, give me those eyes. Like, I need something to melt yeah, my face. Yeah. And then I just sort of, you know, act casual. And then as soon as the drop hits and it's going off, I just stare at them and see what happens. And yeah. they just absolutely, like, melt. So just, yeah, like, it's just, just, it's just like, cool. Is this what you wanted? Yeah. It's just, <laughs> are you not entertained? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Um, so the, the parties... That you used to throw. What was the brand under? What did uh, you have a brand? All in par- uh, All in one party hire. All in one party yeah, hire. Yeah, it was um one of my good mates. His name was Bray. It's weird. His name's Bray, but his actual name's Steve. But call him Bray. Everyone's yeah. like, why? And like, it, don't worry about it. Don't worry. It's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, all in one party hire. He started that brand. Uh, I would say 2011, 2012. Yeah. Yeah, and he had a house party his house party was a massive mansion yeah and this is when i was like grade 11 so that was 2012 i was what 15 at the time (laughs) yeah yeah all my friends were like hey man our friend bray is having a house party you know at his mansion place you gotta come yeah and my parents were like still pretty iffy on me going places you know i was still under mom and dad's care so they're just like you know I, I try to think of ways of trying to, you know, figure out, hey, can I go to this house party all the way in Bean Lee, 45 minutes away from your yeah, house? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's parents there, I think. And, yeah. You know, so um, he had a massive house party and he was the DJ and yeah. it was his birthday. And yeah, he played yeah. his own birthday. I was like, fuck. And everyone basically told me the next day at school, they were like, you needed to be there, man. You needed to meet oh, the side so you brain. didn't go to it. Yeah, I didn't go to it. Oh, you I didn't couldn't. Go to it yeah, I couldn't. And yeah, yeah. that's sort of what sparked it. He, um, yeah, all my mates basically told this guy, like, hey, man, this is our friend. His name's Liam, you know. 
um, get him as a DJ. He's just starting, you know, he's yeah. really cool. And then he needed me to do a house party for him. Yeah. He messaged me on Facebook and he was like, Hey man, do you, uh, do you DJ still? And yeah. I was sort of trying to suss him out because yeah, yeah. all my mates were like, you know, Oh, he's, you know, he's got a rich ass house. He's got all these lights. Yeah, he's got a pool. Yeah. He's got a waterfall yeah. and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, this for me. Why would this guy be hitting yeah, me Yeah, I'm like, like yeah. At the same time, I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on here? And yeah. He hit me up for a house party and then he picked me up from my house and he has all these speakers and all this DJ gear in the back of his car yeah. and he's just, you know, driving out to <laughs> the house party and then... That's a did... good way to get your parents off you back. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to play a gig. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I told him, I was like, hey, mom and dad, like, I'm playing this house party. It's from one of the local school kids. Um, one of my mates is coming to pick me up. We're DJing it together. He's got his license. He's going to drive me and drive me back. And then they're just like, Okay. And then when I yes. walked out, yeah, when I walked, Thanks, Mom, Dad. Yeah, yeah, when I walked out, they like sussed the back, make sure, and they yeah, saw the yeah. DJ gear, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay, cool, Sounds cool, legit. cool. Yeah, we did that house party, and then it went really cool, like really well, and that's sort of what sparked the little, you know, oh, hey man, I like how you play. If I ever have a house party, can I hit you up? So, yeah, yeah. And then that was literally almost every weekend for the next, four, oh, what, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, three three years. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Because like house parties are like such long sets mm. that you've got to you know it's, it's great. The training man. I love <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. Those long sets. Hey, yeah. how good is that for like cutting your teeth? You know. Oh like, man, getting I, used to different vibes. It's that's it. I mean, I've seen a lot of, um, I guess, DJs complain over things that, you know. You shouldn't have to be because that's yeah. sort of part and parcel of the of like what we do. Yeah. You know, sometimes you don't get the best crowd. Sometimes yeah. you get <clears throat> like fuck all. Sometimes you get you know, no people or something breaks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've had to have times where, like, <laughs> the DJ gets set up in the middle of buttfuck nowhere and the tent breaks and it's about to piss down and now I've got to fucking pack all this shit up. Yeah. And save then it. Save it and then yeah. have to reset it back up. And Somewhere play, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And I don't know, I had training of, you know, playing other kind of music. You know, I did yeah. Weddings, 80s parties. Yeah, yeah. Halloween. Uh, I did a bar mitzvah once. That was Bar mitzvah? Yeah, I, I did yeah. I've never done a bar like, mitzvah. That's what I mean. Like, I've never, like, and that's, this is just me being completely honest. I never thought they, like, proper happened in Australia. Yeah, I, yeah. I just never seen any sort of, like, oh, like, there's a... You know, You've never been invited yeah, to a bar mitzvah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've never really <laughs> seen anything. And then, boom, I go there, and it's just all of them are there. Yeah. They got the, uh, what was it? Uh, I, I don't know what the hat. I don't want to be, uh, like, disrespectful. The, yeah, whatever the, the hat the, is. The, the, the religious hat is piece. Is it the yarmulke? Yeah, yarmulke. That, yeah. And then the kids yeah. had the curly hairs and stuff. Yeah. It was incredible because they had a lot of money, and they were yeah. just like, 13-year-old kid. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, and having fun. Yeah. I was sort of like, what do I play? Yeah. They gave me a CD. <laughs> yeah, not a yeah. USB, not a fucking thing, it's a, a CD. CD. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't think my laptop has a CD thing. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, crap, what do I do? Yeah, and then yeah. I ended up like Googling the songs and then just YouTube ripping it back yeah. onto my thing. Yeah, YouTube rips the thing, guys. <laughs> For those little yeah. kind of gigs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah, get away with it. You'll be all right. Yeah, it's a bit different if you're playing like in a big club on a system. It's like... <laughs> Man, it yeah. sounds real. Doesn't sound real good, yeah. eh? Like, oh, yeah. Spinning records. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. In the just like voiceover. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, the house parties was cool because you 
started learning different ways to psychologically just play to a crowd. Yeah, you know, yeah. and reading at, a crowd. Yeah, reading yeah. a crowd. You know, you're at an RSL and yeah, you're playing, yeah. you know, ABBA and like all this stuff. Yeah. But then you have like that one couple that's twenty that wants a bit of Will Sparks. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta bust that in for they them. They want some Timmy Trumpet. Yeah, they want some Timmy Trumpet. <laughs> yeah, and then like, yeah. I'm trying to figure out like, oh. Grandma's over there. Maybe if I play September by Earth, Wind & Fire, I'll try and mix it in, see what's going on. And I feel that's sort of a great thing for DJs to just have that instinct. Or, you know, if you're put in a sticky sitch where you're just like, fuck, what do I play? And it's just like, ah, all right, if this doesn't go well, at least then I know how to transition out of it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of DJs have a lot of, you know, anxiety when it comes to being in, like, hot water personally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is on my USB, but... um, you know, oh no, this like you know, you got to play the set, but you got to play off my USB, and yeah. having to go through someone else's music, stuff yeah. like that, I feel is really good because yeah. you know you'll have times where you'll be at a house party and then you'll get yeah. a bunch of requests that are in different yeah. vibes. Yeah, you gotta, how do I you, figure you gotta, this you gotta, out? You gotta, you have like you six have to, out, yeah, yeah, you have genre like, jump. And Pretty like BPM, much. jump all over yeah, the place. You have house parties where you have that typical mum that just will refuse to have any swearing, but you do yeah. it anyway. And the yeah. dad, like the kid says it's fine. Yeah. And like the uncle, they'll always have like, you know, play something that's... Some rock yeah, or some something. Yeah, some rock, you know. Play, play Eagle Rock. Play Eagle Rock, uh, play Love Shack, play, yeah. you know, 69, Summer 69, like stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, going from that to can you play, you know, Chris Brown and yeah. then up, play some like Skrillex or play some RL. All yeah. within a six-hour time frame yeah, yeah. for three years. It's sort of like, in a way, just sort of made me feel a little bit more aware. <laughs> yeah, and comfortable too yeah. because you can do that stuff when that's you need it. to. Yeah, yeah. I know some people are just like, man, I can't, I can't mix it. I can't just do it. And that's fine. Like, everyone's different with the way they go about mixing. I just like music and <laughs> that's just how I go about yeah. it. Just... Yeah. <laughs> That's it, yeah. I always reckon it's good to have, like I always say, you should have, th- after every song, you should have three options, mm. at least. Yeah. You know, like, to go in different directions, yeah. you know, you can go harder or softer <laughs> or it. like... I used to play this game, and this is something that I actually wouldn't mind talking about. So, I used to have this game, basically, of training myself to mix wherever I was. Yeah. And so, when my mate would be driving, I would plug my laptop in, and I'll play off Tractor... And yeah. basically what we would do is we would pretend like we're going out. Yeah. And he has to give me scenarios of where the fuck I am. And I have to play music. Oh, that's cool. I have to play music appropriate to whatever he says. Yeah, yeah. So he says, all right, uh, I'm in the cab and then I'm on my way to family for a Will Sparks event. But yeah. while I'm in the cab, Ed Sheeran, so there's something from B105's playing. Yeah, yeah. So I have to now play something that would be quote-unquote on B105 yeah, so be yeah. like Ed Sheeran's tra- like track or like a Jason yeah, Derulo yeah. track yeah. and then and try some, and work it somehow into it. mix it into a fucking Will Sparks set at yeah, yeah, like 2.30 yeah, and yeah. then being like alright um, I had to leave and I walked past the beat and then I have to transition from that song to what I would think would be playing at that and sort of fuse this game of yeah, that's whatever cool. my mate says and so it was like a fun little game because it was something like oh um I had, like, you know, I, I had to quickly go pick up my sister from this, um, you know, blue light disco. Yeah. yeah. And then it's, like, I have to play something from that. And yeah. just having that quick instinct, like, you only have, like, three minutes to think of something. Yeah, Pretty yeah. much. So yeah, it's just yeah. And you got to have it there, too. Yeah. And so at the house party, it was just, like, try and just keep up, really. 
it's fun. It was really, it was a really good thing to do. I feel. Yeah, that's it. And you get like you figure out what tunes work for different demographics of mm. people too, because it's like the yeah. band. You know, like if if it is that early time and there's only twenty people there and yeah. ten of them are like you know a bit older, you yeah. can go, oh, I know some tunes that'll work. Like, yeah, this crowd. He will yeah. enjoy that scotch and coke with this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then once you get a bit of a floor with them, yeah. you can start bringing in some other tunes yeah. that other people like, it's, you know. I always feel that, you know, even if you don't do those genres or if you don't play open stuff, learn how to do it just yeah. in case, you know. Like, yeah. th- there might be times where, like, you'll be out and, oh, my God, the DJ's... Can you play it? You don't want to be a dick and be like, oh, yeah. I can't play that stuff. Yeah, I can't then it play just, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I feel, you know, depending on who you are, it really doesn't matter, but, you know, it's always cool to just be like, oh, yeah, he can. He, he'll be fine with it. Yeah, diversity. Yeah. You know, like, being, yeah, diverse. Um, we used to play a really, well, this we had turntables at someone's house. Oh, yeah. We used to play, like, um, so someone have a track on and they'd, like, give you a track, give you a vinyl. Yeah. And be like, all right, put it on. All right, you've got five seconds. And so it's like, <laughs> so five seconds, you've got to try and beat match. And like, everyone's real terrible. Yeah, right? Like yeah. you, you start getting like better, but it's like, you've got five seconds to get it five in seconds, and drop it. it like, down, drop it. And so yeah, it's like, it, like, so like, and most of the time we'd be, sh- it sounds shit because we'd be like, <laughs> fuck, oh, it's too quick. Ah, oh, pitch. Like every, you know, like so much to, yeah. to think about, but like, you know, it's such, again, like little games that are really good training yeah. for DJing. Yeah. And I think if you can turn it into a game, sometimes it's easier to it's, learn. Yeah, it's always a good one. Like, it even, like, I do it with my girlfriend all the time. It's a thing where it's like, if I can guess the next song, I don't have to drink. And then if I don't, if I get it wrong, I have to drink. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like what do you feel? It's like, what's coming next? I'll be like, fancy Iggy Azalea. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, two seconds later, all you hear is ding, ding, ding. It's just yeah, like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> drink. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, that's no, it's cool. so good. Um, and I almost do that with like production too now. Like, yeah. I um, because like we're talking about um Call of Duty, you got yeah. you just got and you haven't got to play. And oh. like I said, I don't play games anymore yeah. because I'm like I know that I'll just spend so much time on it. It's and a- so I'd like turn production into a game where yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm like, and like an RPG, like leveling yeah. up stats yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh, I'm gonna work on my drum groove yeah. today. Like gonna get these attributes up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's all good. Yeah, it's. It's for me. I just love, I guess, learning how other artists go about production. Yeah, and then sort of applying that to whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I will listen to people. I say I will listen, but I've you know listened to people that have made songs that have just gone. Yeah, this is a straight up sample, and I've just chucked it in and pitched it up. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, it's you know, looked down upon, but at the same time, I've taken my interpretation of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, never feel afraid of just going with what you feel. Obviously, within those lines, you know, make sure you don't steal the shit. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff like yeah. that. But, like, you know, fair, fair game, really. And that's where guys like Kenny Beats and, uh, you know, like Teddy that make uh, a few few of Kendrick's uh, uh, songs. He yeah. made, um, I think he played Love, but... These guys are just saying, you know, don't think about it as like a, it needs to be, make it as like a, it, it should feel like, you know, like yeah. how, how it feels. And that's sort of the thing with just like learning how to, you know, manipulate things, but not try and oversaturate it. Yeah. Not saturate, yeah. like overdo it. You know? Yeah. Don't overthink shit. Can yeah. Beats. But make it your own kind of thing, yeah. you know, like. 
Um, that's a quote that one of my mates loves, and he said, "Good artists borrow, yeah. great artists steal." <laughs> you know, like yeah, they make yeah. it their own, so it's their own thing. Then, like you know, because yeah. so much of music over the years, especially hip hop, yeah, is like sampled. Sample base, you know, yeah. like sampled off old stuff, and it's just yeah. like a groove that yeah. they've taken off something. And but but it, the the product that they end up with is totally different. Exactly. Like if you if you listen to both of them, you go, "Oh yeah, I can see what they've done," but like. It's totally it's different. something that they And new done. and fresh. Yeah. You know? Like, they put yeah. their own spin on it. And that's the thing. I've got, like, a really good group of friends that are producers that have, you know, done amazing tracks. And then when they break it down to me on what they've done, I'm like, huh. That's actually really simple. That's actually really, like, I understand yeah. what's going on. You know? Yeah. And... The best music's simple. Yeah. Like, know? guys like um, Emmett... And Jaden from Dimes, yeah. you know, they do the hip-hop stuff as well. Yeah. Matt Noble, he's one of my good mates. He's fucking incredible. You know, he, you know, he made a track that I've been listening to for the past, like, uh, I'll say, year and a bit. Yeah. And yeah. I only found the sample, like, yesterday. Oh, like, a few weeks ago, sorry. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's where that's from. Yeah, and now yeah. I'm like, wow, now, like it sort of opened my eyes to be like, you know, don't yeah. be necessarily afraid to just go with what you feel. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. Sometimes you'll find a sample pack and then you'll listen to all the samples in it and you're yeah. like, oh, that's from that song. Yeah, oh, that's from that literally. song. And yeah. then you're like, oh, that's where all these samples yeah. have come from, this one pack yeah. and all these like, you that's know, artists yeah. have used it because it's just like, you know, yeah. good samples. Yeah, if and it's good, it's if good. If it's good, it's good. Yeah, like Jaws said, you know, best. he was like, you know, if you find a sample that you like, don't try and, you know, remake it Remake it if you like, but just use it. Yeah. You know, you, if it sounds good, it sounds good. And yeah. it's not like anyone's going to be like, you stole that snare. It's like, yeah, yeah. come on, man. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and you know, I'll hear stuff like, you know, I'll hear certain samples that I know exactly where it's from. And then I'm like, wow, that person went there too. Like, yeah, yeah. Flume's track was Slow Tie. It's got a snare from the quick sound, like sample pack. Yeah, it's yeah. It's the exact same one. I'm just like, sick yeah, yeah like, that's it yeah people use like yeah so many huge artists use like stuff from sample packs and it's yeah. like well yeah but they it's it's about putting it all together you exactly know? it's about the whole thing it's like yeah. well yeah you use this sample from here and this sample from here yeah. but he also made all this and exactly. like made it work yeah. together yeah. and like arranged when I, it. like when i first started producing i was just using <laughs> the shred fl studio stock plugins yeah. and samples and i always assumed that the way that they made those like crunchy sounds is from that and then just manipulating it heaps but then others yeah. have just gone you know there's like kicks that are just like that and yeah, you can yeah. just use that as a te- like you know reference and yeah. then you can either go one of ways you can try and make it or you can have the actual idea there and then you know put everything together I don't know yeah, yeah. it's cool and manipulate it even you know yeah. like change it up switch it up see what yeah. else you can do with it so you you um your FL that's what you use mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my cousin got me into that. Yeah. Um, that was probably when I was... When did Soldier Boy... The 2007? <laughs> when did Soldier yeah. Boy? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah, literally. We're, we're, uh, 2000 and so... Yeah, I was in no, grade... It's, I was in grade it's s- pretty old now. Yeah, I was in grade 6. That was grade... 2007. Yeah, yeah. Would have been 2007. Um, Fuck you in grade 6 in 2007. Yeah. <laughs> Make me feel old, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so back then, that's when you first like got into FL. Yeah, it was. Um, when it used to be called Fruity Loops. Yeah, literally, it was called Fruity yeah. Loops. Um, uh, my cousin had it. My mum used to take me and my brother to my cousin's house, and 
they were the ones that actually got me into electronic music. Yeah. I used to hate it. I used to hate yeah. proper techno being like, like I just when I was younger, I was like, this isn't hit. Like this is a music because I was just properly influenced by rap and hip hop through my Same like my me, family. Man. I was like yeah. full into hip hop. Yeah, and my my cousin was listening to you know proper trance music and stuff. And at yeah. the time, I was like, ah, oh, this isn't my thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. but he would have other songs on his you know computer and stuff like that. I liked, like like. J Squad Crump, yeah, <laughs> Crump yeah. remixes and stuff. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah, he um, he played guitar amazing. My cousin Tiati, he um, yeah, you know, he was a really awesome musician. He loved music, so he had like a little DJ set up and a yeah. little home studio. And yeah, how was I? Seven? I was ten. Yeah, yeah, I was ten years old, and you know, he had his computer there, and he was you know walking there once, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And he's just like, "Oh, I'm just you know recording my." guitar solos into yeah, this yeah. and I'm like what is that and it's like oh this is uh, Fruity Loops I'm like Fruit yeah. Loops like Fruit Loops, you know, yeah, yeah, Fruit yeah. Loops. and then he's just like nah Fruity Loops it's like this it's like this program that I can like make beats off I'm like oh that's cool and yeah, you know he slowly taught me how to like open it up you know I'm 10 so yeah, yeah. I'm not really you know on there and I learned how to make the Soldier Boy song in like yeah. 10 minutes <laughs> I found the samples and then I yeah, I asked my cousin, how do you make it slower? Because it was at 130 BPM. Yeah. So I was like, how do you slow it down? And then he slowed it down. And then I was just like, oh, this is amazing. Like, holy shit. And I bought, or my mum bought me, It's it was a, before Fruity Loops, it was this thing called Sonic Producer. Yeah, yeah, Sonic Producer. I had that. I begged my mum for it. Yeah. Thirty dollars or something. It was like some yeah. subscription, and I was just like, "Mom, please, can I have it?" I like saw one video on YouTube, yeah. which I'm pretty sure was like the ads at the time. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. Make beats here. Clicked it. Yeah, found yeah, the video. That's it. And I downloaded it, bought it, and then played for it for about two weeks. And then I think my mom stopped paying for it, and then yeah. I ended up finding FL again. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like <laughs> yeah, going go back and journey. forth, just like making shit. Yeah. And then throughout high school, I started doing the DJing thing more. I was in a dance crew before. I dance started, crew? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what kind of dancing? Like, it was like hip-hop, urban yeah. stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Um, my, um, yeah, my school, kind of yeah, my school, uh, they did this thing in like 2006, 7, 8, I think as well. They did like yeah. a thing called Bring It On. Not the cheerleading stuff that everyone thinks it is. Yeah. It was like a hip-hop competition in Brisbane. And they had all the schools in the district basically perform, and I don't know the prizing. I think it was just like bragging rights, being like, "Yeah, we're yeah, we're winners." But my school did it, and we had a bunch of my school was Browns Plains, Southside yeah. Brisbane. Yeah, and we had a lot of kids that wanted to do it, and. Funny enough, it was just all the Samoans and Maldives, yeah, 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 which yeah. I'm both, so yeah, it kind of yeah. like fit. I was like, all right, cool, even though I look Chinese. Yeah, I am yeah. Chinese, but like, yeah. yeah. People always at my career, they were just like, oh, are you Maldives? What, are, what you? are you? What are you? Like, 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 what are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, my last name's Chinese, I'm Samoan Maldives. Yeah. Like, you know, um, but I did the dancing for a bit when I was in you know, grade eight, grade nine. Yeah. And then still like listening to music and all that kind of stuff still wanted to learn but didn't really have anything going on yeah. and the guy that made our beats and our mixes used um audacity oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah um and then he said to me he's like oh if you want to start learning you know get logic 
Yeah, and I was just like, oosh. And I went on the family laptop, tried to look at it. Didn't tell me that you had to pay for it and all this stuff. Like, I'm pretty sure I paid for it. I remember. But I ended up finding yeah. virtual DJ instead. Started learning how to DJ yeah, from that yeah. way. But I still had FL um, yeah. downloaded, but I never touched it. Yeah. I started using Tractor and all that stuff. Started DJing. And then when I started making mixes, I started bringing the FL back in. And yeah. now it's like... You're trying to get right yeah, back onto get, it. Yeah. right back to the beginning. Yeah, yeah, get right deep into and it. now it's cool because it's like, you know, I've worked around it for so long. Yeah. I can't really feel comfortable. Uh, I can't really see myself going in any other door. Yeah, yeah. It's you don't need to. Like, FL is great. Like, yeah. um, I need to learn a bit more of it because I want to do collabs with people. Mm. And, you know, like, it's pretty much Ableton <laughs> yeah. and FL. It's what like, everyone uses. So yeah. I can use Ableton really well, but... It's like FL. I need to like, like I spent like an hour one day yeah. trying to figure out how to slide chain. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it's like yeah. different to. It's Ableton. such a different vibe. It's it's always yeah. like that thing you know, uh, when your mate likes Pepsi but the other likes Coke. When yeah, he wants yeah. to play Xbox but you got PS4. Yeah. When you yeah. want to collab but this happens. Yeah, it's just yeah. Like, oh, but yeah. It's so I mean, true. I've tried Ableton before. Yeah. I had it on my laptop for a bit, but I just, I guess everyone's different the way that they go like towards producing yeah. and I think with me I had too many too many shortcuts and you know things like knowledge of FL yeah. that when I try to apply it onto Ableton that's, it was that's like that's about you that background yeah, knowledge that, of that, like, like knowing yeah, how to do things exactly you know so yeah and so I just stuck with FL yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, no, for sure. No, FL's so powerful. Like, there's, yeah, there's heaps of cool stuff in FL. And mm. like I said, I started when I was real young as well on FL. You know? <laughs> like, how was that, um, then working, um, the collab with Graveyards with Storm? Because um, he he's was, an Ableton. Yeah, guy. yeah. That was. So, how was that, like, cross, he, cross, um, he's a monster, man. He's crazy. Yeah. Shout out Graveyards. Yeah, he's yeah. my boy. He, um, I don't know. It was just a really crazy thing. Like, I posted an Instagram. Um, story and I was just sort of going through tracks that I haven't completed and just stuff that I haven't really touched and just sort of gone okay if I find people that I feel would be great on this maybe chuck them that way so I posted up a little post saying you know who wants to collab and then within like five minutes he's like messages back and goes hey man I got something for you let's do it and I'm like yeah let's go he sent me uh, stems later that night I would say five stems it was yeah. like drum pattern um a vocal that isn't in the actual song now yeah, it was yeah. a rapper yeah it was yeah. like a uk rap type beat and i was going in this vibe of like it was going to be like kind of like a uh stooky sound yeah, you know, yeah. grimy type track yeah, the way yeah. the drums were laid out yeah and then uh i you know started playing around with it i sent him one thing which was completely different to what the track is now yeah yeah and then he goes oh yeah um yeah what do you think about the vocal uh, i feel like changing it up yada yada and then here the here's some more chords chuck me the basically like the pads and stuff yeah, yeah and then i just went on top with the um you know the melody and the bass chords yeah and you know try to keep it something that uh i don't know like have you heard of tusker black no, I don't think so. Oh, he's... I, I don't know what... It's producer, and there's a song called Tell Me. Yeah. And it's just, like, this really cool, melodic, you know, yeah, kind of dreamy yeah. synth that goes yeah, across, 
you know, it doesn't, there's no stops or anything like that. It just sort of just waves yeah, yeah, into yeah. the track. And so I just sort of was like, okay, let me see if I can make some sort of like fluty uh, yeah, yeah. type vibe. And that was the melody of that track and laid the bass chords on top of that and the, you know, the future bass chords. And then sent two versions to Storm and then he did his little touches on it. And then he was like, yeah, man, we're done. And we're I, was, done. I was still thinking like, yeah, I still got to work on it. I still got to do this, this. He's like, nah, bro. Like, nah, that's it. Yeah. It's good. And I'm like, yeah. are you sure? Yeah. Really? And he's just like, yeah, nah, fuck it. Let's do it. Like, let's yeah. go. And I'm just like, I bet. Like, he was happy with what I put down. And yeah. I think that was sort of why it became so natural and, you know, cool. I only met the dude like two times before that track. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. You know, you have people that you know, like for example, us, like, it's the yeah, first yeah. time us meeting each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like we've known each other for, you know, quite a bit. And yeah. I guess having those moments with people where you know you don't see them, but when you do see them, it's yeah. like you just connect. You connect. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. And it's like yeah. That's 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 really what I'm about, you know, just being around the right people and being around the people that you know care for you. Yeah. I've always sort of, you know, taking my hat off to all the, like, not say newcomers, but all the, you know, new people that have come along and sort of bring the morale of Brizzy, you know? Yeah. And just sort of make it more about the culture. <laughs> that sounds so weird me saying. It's more about the community and more about yeah. the, the, the locals, the heroes, you know? So you... I think that's so good, too, with, like, you know, St- Sundays at Stockies. Yeah. That's so much about that is... It's family, you know, those man. younger, the younger, you know, the guys from your shot from last year and this year, like coming through playing gigs, and yeah, bringing them into the industry, and, yeah, you know, like you know, imparting knowledge, but also hanging out, yeah, and, like, you know, having some good times. Yeah. And you know? I've definitely had a beer where with a few of the new cats that have come through, and it's so weird because I don't even feel old but yeah, at the same time at the same time people feel like yo man you're like one of the OGs I'm like yeah. man I don't even feel like yeah, you know, I'm not an OG yeah, I'm but, still yeah. a young kid I still, I still look at people like Dippy and you know the Dimes Boys and like yeah. you know Bachelor and all those guys you know, yeah, yeah. to be like OGs I'm just sort of that like random dude that yeah, came through you've always got the OGs in the scene <laughs> that you're like oh I'm not an OG they're the OGs yeah, like these you know? guys yeah. you know and um, yeah just having them sort of have a different I guess, perspective on... Things, yeah, it's a different you know? take, isn't it? It's a different take, you know? Because a lot of these guys haven't had the the hours of <laughs> yeah. um, house parties, you know, the six-hour set. Yeah. Anything, like, you know, they're used I've to had, the shorter sets. Exactly, yeah. I've had DJs that have come up to me being like, Foonie, what do I play? I'm playing for five hours. And I'm like... <laughs> like oh, man. Just play music. Just, yeah. And like, but what do I play? And it's not their fault in a way where, you know, I'm not bragging them out. I'm not trying to mm. say that, you know, again, we all learn. I was the exact same. When I... Yeah. When I wanted to DJ, I was hitting up guys like DJ Rocket from Culture Kings. Yeah, yeah. I ended up becoming good mates with them, you know, further down the track. But yeah, it was just having people, you know, asking the right questions. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather that than people being like, oh, so how much do you make? Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. I'm like, Yeah, that's what it's about, eh? Yeah, like STFU, my dog. (laughs) I've had people that want to thoroughly get into it and they'll show me things like hey man you know check out this mix that i've made yeah hey, let me know what you think um to like oh you know i finally saved up for a pair of decks you know yeah. and stuff like that i love to hear because it's like you know at least they've taken that initiative to be like yeah this is something that i wouldn't mind getting into and for them to ask me for advice is like not saying i've paid my dues but like i can yeah. sort of be confident in my answers and when they ask me like you know oh, have you ever played for this much? Or have you ever... What yeah. happens when this happens? Yeah, what yeah. do you do? Um, 
what what you know? I remember I had a friend that didn't know how to. Um, sorry, my phone's blowing up. Uh, <laughs> I had to. Uh, you know, one of my friends asked like, "Oh, I set hot cues, but it's nine hundreds. What do yeah. I do?" And I'm yeah. just like, "Ah, oh, so there's this thing called memory cues. Yeah, and yeah. it's like the it's like a button. That it's a button just, that you yeah. just go through. I always have memory cues because you know you yeah. never know." And, and stuff like that is like, yeah. you know, I can't be like, oh, what? You fucking, you should know by now. But like, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. dude, you know, at least they're trying to like get involved. Yeah, yeah. I it's, like people that do that and be, instead of being like, oh, I'm freaking out, I'm canceled, I'm not playing. It's like, yeah, it's that enthusiasm and that energy that yeah. they bring. Because, you know, as we all were when we first started, you exactly. know, like so excited, like, oh, I get to <laughs> play, like, yes. yes. You know, so that's yeah. like bringing that energy and feeding yeah. off that, which I think is... Something that's really cool with the um, you know, those the Sunday at Stockies like yeah. sort of crew is that you've got that energy coming through yeah. every week. <laughs> yeah. You know, like and I think the cool thing is with the people that have come from you know past to now, past to present, you know, we've had people that have, you know, shed light and sort of given us good good habits in playing and how to you know, work a crowd, yeah. you know, and it's cool to know that that can be led on to the next group. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just feel <clears throat> it's in a way. I I just appreciate the people that have sort of done, you know, the the hard yards and still do it and will take on yeah. people. You know what I mean? Like Scotty R for me is yeah. one of the one of the boys. You know, he's uncle for me because he's OG, yeah, yeah one of the OGs and he'll take on like you know up and comers and give them right advice and yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff and. You know, when I was working for the Met, he gave me, you know, fun times and he came, made me comfortable with yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's something that, for someone that has played in the industry, make the new ones feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know make there's, it feel like it's home for them. Exactly. Like, I know there's people out there that are like, you know, quote unquote, in it for the money and that's it. And yeah. you don't want to necessarily, you know, be with them. But I know that there's people out there that are just you know, just wanting to absorb it in and, yeah, yeah. you know, I had... And do good things. Exactly, do make great good things, music good things, like, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, JX Jackson, you know, he, yeah. for me, you know, he's one of the brothers, but I remember when he first started, you know, playing at shows and when he used to come see me play at the Met, yeah. you know, he was one of my, like, you know, one of my boys and he, you know, he yeah. would ask me questions, you know, that is, you know, just to progress, really. Yeah, yeah, to get you better, know? yeah. Hey, bro, like, you know, uh, what do you play here? I want to know what the kind of vibe is, you know, so I can yeah. sort of, you know, what do I do if this happens? Yeah. And, you know? Keen and eager to learn. Yeah. I, I like those kind of people, and I, I appreciate, you know, guys like that, Bo, you know, Bodie Tao, Jackson, you know, Fitch, all of these people are just doing really good things, and to have, um, you know, just a really good group of people doing great stuff, it just makes no people just want to get into it for the right reasons. Yeah. Those are the people that I like. You know? Yeah, yeah. Jackson's, you know, wanting to go like, man, how do you go about producing and stuff like that? And yeah, stuff like been, that. I've been sending him stuff yeah. recently, like, oh man, like, you need to do this, like, yeah, the stuff he sent us, and like, yeah. you know, like, and you know. it's, it's cool to see someone go from, you know, just asking questions to playing gigs, to end up yeah. doing it themselves, to yeah. actually just being able to be like, I'm cool. And like, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so good. I, I feel like Brisbane at the moment is just like, there's such good vibes around with yeah. so many people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's so many up-and-coming guys and, yeah. and people who are in the scene and stuff that yeah. are just, like, doing cool shit now. And, and, mm. and it's it's really great. Like, you know, everyone's just 
pushing and, a good, and, good yeah, and having yeah. a good and passing on information and yeah, and, and people learning and doing cool shit. That's it. And like, I think the cool thing about it is that there's not much of like, you know how there's a lot of people in the industry where you have like, um, let's say tension and stuff. Yeah, there's not yeah. much about. That. Yeah, where they like don't like. I don't they like don't. They don't like those because they played that kind of music. Yeah, everyone's yeah. pretty fucking good. Yeah, it's like, pretty. It's pretty open to everything. Yeah, and yeah, I take my hat off to you know guys like well, gals as well. You know, Penny LA. Yeah, yeah. You know, she was sort of like my mentor when I was doing the your shot thing yeah. and sort of you know. Oh, did you do your shot? Yeah, I, I did didn't know that. Oh, oh so yeah, about yeah. that. I did. What um, year was that? I did your shot twenty fifteen wildcard. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, that was the same year that Quinny, Joshua Quinny, he yeah. played and he won that set. Um, yeah, I did that really because not like I didn't really think about it as like, a, oh, this is gonna give me you know big sets and yada yada yada. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I mean, I'm 18 now, I can do these kind of things, looks like fun, looks like fun, yeah. and like I was already in the way experienced, yeah, and yeah. um. They, yeah, I went in and the funny thing is, is that I knew friends that were DJs that did it like the same time as me and we all was like the same age. So like guys like, you know, Kate Johnson, James Jabra, DJ Marv, yeah. Jackknife was in our year. Um, you know, who else? Um, we Are Tomorrow was in there, I believe. Yeah. Actually, no, 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 I don't think you did. Um, yeah, like... All of us were in the year of 2015, and to see all of us from now, you know, still doing still that stuff. It, yeah, and yeah. the cool thing is that we all, like, kind of hung out outside. Like, when we used to do the meetings, me, yeah. DJ Marv, um, Jabra, Kate, we all got food. And we're like, yeah, yeah. you know, and, you know, fast forward from 2015 to now, it's like, you know, my girl's out there bloody doing cruises and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, everyone's doing really well for themselves. It's just cool to see that, like, it's to have the right good people around. You know, There's always like a good crew of people that come out of the Your Shot. Club. Yeah. I feel like like a solid, like not a massive crew. It's not the hundred people who are in it. There's always a good crew who come out of it yeah. who are like in the industry, like good people. Yeah. You know, like that just, you know, like drive. They that, just, yeah. yeah. I just appreciate those kind of, yeah, those people like the judges, you know, it's, it's just crazy to see how quick, like, a year can be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I Oh, it's remember, your shot again. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can remember, like, I was a judge this year. Yeah, yeah. And I was sitting in Wildcard, um, you know, the Silent Disco, in yeah. the corner, marking stuff, and at one point, I was looking to myself, like, holy fuck, like, I was up there, like, four years yeah. ago, shitting four my pants, yeah, and yeah. now it's like... Now I'm judging. Now I'm judging, like, yeah. the look, but, I don't know. So much can happen in, like... Four or five years, you yeah. know, like you can go from yeah. Jack and I is just out here killing things. It's just yeah, incredible. he was here last weekend actually. Oh really? Um, just um, uh, him and Matroda oh, yeah. uh, came in here and we're just um just hired the studio uh, to do a little little bit of production and stuff. So the pretty Beach Boy. Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, so yeah, that was that was like yeah, super fun. I want to know how you got onto um the uh, Culture Kings. Oh, you gonna so do you just yeah. you just DJ there? No, nah, so I also work in the work dispatch. There? Yeah, I work in the warehouse for okay, them as yeah. well. So I do all the picking and stuff like that for them. Um, so funny story. My best friend of over ten years. Yeah. He's been working for Coach Kings for I think four years now. Yeah. And 
He was a model for the company. Yeah. Shout out Jello, love you, bud. He um he did the modeling for the company. Yeah. And um you know worked with them. I was still working at McDonald's. You know, flipping burgers six a.m. was yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> and. He, um, I did all those, um, Just Another DJ mix at the time. Yeah. Um, I was doing trap stuff, dubstep stuff, all that kind of shit. And I'm pretty sure from what I got told, he played my mix in the studio while they were taking photos and all of them were like, oh, who's this? And then my, yeah, my mate was like, oh, this is my friend Liam. His name's, you know, his DJ name's Fooney. Yeah. He's one of my boys. He, you know, DJed, I gave him my first, you know, DJ set. I DJ yeah, my yeah. first ever DJ set was at his mum's birthday. Oh, at his mum's yeah, birthday. <laughs> mum's birthday. Shout out, Jella. that was my first actual DJ set. Was at his, but um, yeah, he played my mix in the studio. He ended up asking me like, "Hey man, do you have any of the other heavy shit that you got?" And then I sent it to him, and then um, he ended up sort of talking to the DJs um about me. And Tyson, so Liquish, he was the one that got me the job there. Yeah, yeah. He works for the Culture. He works for the Culture Kings store in Brizzy. And I met him just before they changed the store to the one out on Elizabeth Street. This is when yeah. it was still underground. Yeah, yeah. Um, come towards, like, future 2015. Met him for the first time, shook hands. And then he's just like, oh, so you're that guy that was playing that heavy stuff? And yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah, dude. And he's like, oh, yeah. What do you do for work? And I'm like... Uh, Maccas? Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, shit, yeah, see. He's like, oh, yeah, definitely. And I was just, you know, just at the time, I wasn't trying to push anything. I was just sort of saying, yeah, like, yeah that was me. Like, what's up? Like, yeah, at least yeah, then I yeah, know yeah. the guy. Yeah. And then they moved the store to the one, the big store in Brizzy on Elizabeth Street. And um, I went in there while my mate was doing photos. So yeah. my best friend was there doing photography, modeling for their clothes in store. So I was in the city at the time. I had a doctor's appointment. So yeah, I was yeah. in the city and then I was like, oh, I'll go see my mate. Walked up to the Coach King store and then my best man was like, oh yeah, Liam, this is Della. Della, this is Liam. This is one of his boys that works there. Shook hands with him. He's like, yeah, this yeah. is the guy that was DJing before. And they yeah. were like, oh, you're that guy that was DJing before. And I'm like, yeah, 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 that was me. Yeah, like, I guess so. <laughs> slowly, like, you know, blushing. And then he takes me up to the DJ booth and then I meet Tyson again in this massive booth and then he's just like oh sup bro and he's just like oh sup G and then you know I sort of saw his layout which was a DJ of S9 mixer two turntables and then two CDJ 900 Nexuses yeah and then he was just like oh nah your bro was like telling me that you know you got some good stuff and you know that you can play for long and I was like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and he's yeah, like what yeah. do you do for work and he's like oh I work at Macca's and he's like oh man what days do you have off and I'm like oh, Mondays He's like, oh, yeah, um, you want to start, you want to do, like, a quick set here? And I don't know if that was, like, the initiation, like... Yeah, yeah, the, the trial fuck. run. But, um, yeah, he's like, oh, do you want to just have a jam, see how you go? And I was like, oh, just on here. And then I had to use his laptop on a DJ S9 mixer for the first ever time. Never fucking yeah. used it. Yeah. Um, with two turntables, that was my first ever time using it as well. Oh, using turntables. 2016, yeah, that was the first time using turntables. Yeah. And I was feeling it, and I sort of knew how to scratch because of the controllers, and then yeah. I started feeling I'm like, whoa, this is so, this is much, so much better. better. Like, so much more control, yeah. so much more fun. Yeah, and then um, play like a little set for him, and then I think he sort of was just like, um, do you mind doing a Monday set next week? Yeah. Um, I know you don't, you've yeah, got Mondays yeah, off. Yeah, you've got Monday off. Um, <laughs> do you want to come in on a Monday, 10 p.m., uh, 10 a.m., 6 p.m.? It's like, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like I, I sort of wanted to like uh, I was at the like, point cool. yeah, yeah and I was like <laughs> do I get do I get paid for it? Or and he's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah you'll get paid for it. I'm like, oh. Like, like and then yeah, I'm like, this is real shit. Yeah, yeah this is some real shit. <laughs> and then so yeah, he um he gave me a he gave me basically the first gig there. Yeah. That Friday I was like <laughs> I was late. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. I was late by like well. I was supposed to wake up 25 minutes before I actually did. Or after I did. So, yeah, like, yeah. I woke up 25 minutes late. I'm just like, fuck. I was freaking out. I was calling them. I was like, oh, I'm going to be late. Sorry, guys. Like, no, nah, it's all good. I ended up having to book an Uber just to get there fast. I paid 50 bucks. I was like, fuck it. Like, it's my first day. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. Like, just gotta, go. Got to put a good, yeah, yeah. Got there just on bloody 9.58. Two minutes. I'm like, hey, hey, sorry, 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 sorry. Plug everything in. Started mixing. And then I'm like, fuck, this is the other shit. I don't know how to fucking... All right, I guess I'm learning today. Yeah, and yeah, basically yeah. just practice for eight hours. Yeah. I had the gist of it. Like, I knew how to DJ and stuff, <laughs> but it was like figuring out where the shit is on the mixer. Yeah, yeah how to all beat. the buttons. Yeah. All Finding the, out what all the buttons and yeah, knobs do. All the yeah. buttons, where's the parameter, yeah. Um, you know, how to dust off the needles and, you know, yeah, placing yeah. it on properly and stuff like that. And... Yeah, I've been doing that now for I think this is my third year. Yeah, fourth something like that. Yeah, it's my yeah. fourth Christmas party coming up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been like four years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was a that was a good one. Because I um I used to play for a, a clothing place up north called DJ Unplugged. Oh, true. which was like a cousin of <laughs> Culture Kings. Of Culture Kings, yeah, yeah. it's like the guy who owns like I think it's like Billabong and Quicksilver, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. his son started. Culture Kings. Oh, yeah. And then his other son or cousin or something started one up north in Townsville. Yeah, yeah. And so it was DJ Unplugged. So we had, like, it was, like, a clothing yeah, yeah. shop. Um, but They had, like, girls dancing in cages and oh, shit. What? Like, <laughs> But it was less, it was less, like, it was a bit more, like, um, a bit less, like, hip-hop, R&B based. Yeah, yeah. You know, and a bit more like, yeah. Yeah. It was a little bit more close to like, you know, the Billabong sort of yeah, 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 stuff, yeah. you know, like that kind of house there. remixes. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's interesting. Culture Kings was really cool with me. They, like, I asked Tyson, you know, I was like, hey man, like, what do you want me to play? And he goes, I'll just play anything. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Just and cool then, beats. At least then I had sort of like a really good, you know, big leash basically, like a long leash yeah. to sort of just go around with it. Just play whatever you want. Yeah, you options. Hip hop, you know, from the eighties, old school, like you know, Zap and Roger type stuff. You yeah, know, yeah. to Gangstar, to like Wu Tang, and then go all the way up to like your Ray J, R Kelly, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Cassidy. And well, like, can you the... even play R Kelly anymore? See, though? that's the thing. Is I, he R Kelly cancelled? Yeah, is he cancelled? I don't know. I like his music, but yeah, I know. Like, but is he cancelled? I don't I know. Do know. <laughs> Please tell us, people. <laughs> no, yeah, I like. I play like you know P Diddy like the two thousands R and B stuff. Yeah. I love that stuff because it's yeah. such a wherever you are. I feel like two thousands R and B music will just make it a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> Friday drives home. Yeah. Friday yeah. drives in the morning. You know, yeah, Monday yeah. morning starts. It's a little bit chill for me, but yeah. um, yeah. And then you know, going to the house stuff to the trap stuff. You know, I didn't realize because I didn't go to Culture Kings much after I turned eighteen. Mm-hmm. I was like pretty chilling because I was obviously didn't have that money to pay, pay for, you know, clothes like that. I was yeah, like, yeah, McDonald's yeah. Uh, pay. So, you know, 
I didn't realize they had a lot of, you know, meet and greets with a lot of DJs, you know, Marshmallow, Jaws, Slushy, yeah, you know, in. RL Grime, Flushadamas, and then I'm like, so they fuck with this? And they're like, yeah, yeah. you fucking play with, you know, play, play whatever, play shit, bro. bro. Yeah, and I'm just play. like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Just like, play good music, bro. Yeah, it doesn't literally. Genre, it, was, yeah. Um, it was, yeah, and it's been a really good thing for me, you know, to just be able to, you know, Practice sets, yeah, practice yeah. sequencing, practice. Just getting you know, hours on. Yeah, your I had like one time my shoulder was like spazzing out because I had two hours of just straight juggling, scratching. You know, yeah, consistently yeah. using my good right practice, hand. just yeah. fucking around. Yeah, and I feel like there's always room for improvement and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And I feel like for to get paid to play for a store that's really, really popular yeah. and to have a lot of clientele internationally, you know, yeah. come through, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've managed to, you know, meet guys like the Migos and YG, Riff Raff. I played a set for Riff Raff. He was freestyling in the background. Yeah, you know, yeah. All these artists, you know, that come through, it's good to know that at least then I can be in the presence of them. And yeah, so you yeah. share my art. Yeah, yeah. And you know how to talk to them as well. You learn how to talk to, like, <laughs> exactly. Artists. Not to fanboy yeah, or fangirl yeah. everyone. That's just... always through the, like, DJing thing. You know, obviously, I get to play for, like, my favorite artists and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And you want to have that good poker face of just yeah, yeah. not freaking out. Yeah. But not looking like you don't give a fuck. Because yeah, then yeah. it kind of makes it. That happy like, medium. Yeah, that happy it? medium, like, yeah. you know? It's. And talk to them about some real shit, you know? Like, don't just be, like, fanboy. Yeah, like, oh, how was your flight? I you loved know? your last album. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, how was your so flight? Cringe. Can you sign this? Like, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've had my fair share of fanboying and then also just times where I've just gone, I'm just very happy that it happened. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Um, so any big things coming up for you? What's what's going on soon? Uh, working, on, big... working on a few beats at the moment, yeah, yeah. a few tracks. Still going. I just got the home studio sorted, so now it's just sort of go time. Uh, I got an edit pack that's coming out soon with uh, Will Mind. He's been doing yeah. some really cool things lately. Yeah, he hit me up, so I was just like, yeah, man, definitely do that one. Um, I'm also playing at, I don't know if I can announce it yet, but I'm playing somewhere on New Year's. That's Sweet. really cool. Tell because, us later. Yeah, definitely. It's, I'll say it's got like s- some really good acts on there that I've just sort of been creeping you know yeah, we nice. do as artists we yeah, look at yeah. artists being like what you doing and yeah, now that yeah, one's you, yeah. on and I'm just like yes this is yeah. cool because I guess going from playing every weekend to you know sort of going in a different direction and putting my time you know on the door is yeah, just sort yeah. of what's my my sort of go-to now yeah that's it like you can still you can still play a gig every week or yeah. two weeks but it's like you know you don't want to be playing two or three yeah. a week if you, I mean, if you want to work yeah. on, on music yeah, on the exactly I mean I work I literally DJ for a job on Monday and Fridays I mean yeah. me to have that little itch scratched of just playing is yeah, there yeah. and then I'm happy to just do the once every couple months or even yeah, just yeah. once a month because how often do you play at Sookies though? Is that every uh, week? That's or? like a res- it's like probably maybe uh, three out of the four weeks out of the month yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Um, depending on what I'm doing, you know, those guys are really understanding of if yeah. I need to do some shit, you know? Yeah. But yeah, usually every Sunday it's fun for me. Cause as I said, I don't go out as much as I used to. Yeah. So having sort of mates in that industry on Sundays, they're the good ones. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's really fun. Yeah. yeah sweet. <laughs> yeah, so, um, few tunes coming out, few cool kicks coming up. Yeah. So hopefully next, uh, next year we're going to get some things going. <laughs> yeah, so like some production, like yeah. like originals and stuff. Yeah, I've like got 
two that I've sort of labelled next year, and I've yeah. got next year one, next year two, and yeah, those yeah. ones have uh, basically done. It's just sort of picking things. And I know at one point I'm just going to be like, all right, fuck it, this is it. And when that time comes next year, it's like, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like, I, I, I love this quote that I heard, and it's, um, art is never finished, it's just released. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's never it's never done. Like, it's exactly. like, you could sit there and work on it forever. Yeah, dude, I mean, that Lucid Dreams remix that I made was like, I yeah. had like seven versions that we'll probably never see the day, because yeah, it's just like, yeah. so many switch-ups, different synths, different vibes. Different ideas, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, That's awesome, cool, man. Bro. Well, thanks for coming on. Nah, cheers, bro. Cheers. Good to meet in person. We were internet friends yeah. before now. Um, I, I think know, I'm, we're shorter met, in person, I know. I don't, I don't think we've met before in person. No, nah, I, I was know. trying to think of that before because yeah, I think it's when just, just, Graveyards was here, we were trying to figure that out as well. Yeah, like, yeah. Have I actually... Maybe uh, it's just, you you're know. shot, no? No, I don't... No. Oh, I could have been there. Possibly. What was that? I don't know. I, was I at, went to one... I went 2015, 2016, this I went year. to one when Nick Galea got me in the back door. I was like, <laughs> I was like I'll come, but I'm not paying. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yeah, just come. I'll get you in. I'm like, yeah. Shout just like Nick went Kaleem. in the back. Yeah, just calling Nick out on that. But um, yeah, thanks for coming, man. No, no worries, bro. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, um... Hopefully I'll get to see you play soon. Yeah, no, definitely. Because I've always seen, like, the scratch stuff and I always love that. So it's, like, it's good when people can throw <laughs> yeah. that into sets. So. Hibernating, but I'm coming out soon. Yeah, yeah, Trust. yeah. Sick. All right, cheers, man. Cheers, man. I think so. Boom. That's it, guys. Another great episode there. Thanks to Funi for coming on the show. Um, some great insights on sort of how we started uh, in the industry, um, you know, particularly the, you know, doing the events beforehand and doing those long sets, um, you know, and how we sort of got into so many different uh, venues and places that he's played at. Um, so that was really great to hear sort of, you know, getting into culture Kings and, and how he got into, you know, the first clubs and stuff like that. So thanks to Funi for sharing all that info and coming on the show. So if you want to follow Funi on Instagram, all you have to look for is our Funi. So it's a H H underscore F O O N I. Um, easy to find there on Instagram. If you're looking for him on Facebook, you should just be able to search for Fooney, so F-O-O-N-I, and that should come up pretty easy in the search function. Make sure you check out Fooney's music. Uh, you can find some of his tracks on Spotify. He's got the collab with Graveyards that we spoke about in this episode. So make sure you get out there, just search for his music, uh, just look for Fooney. You should be able to find it all pretty easy. Make sure you're following me on all platforms. It's at BoyKingKoy on everything. I'm super easy to find. I would really appreciate if you did come. Check out some of the socials. I'm always posting some cool stuff, you know, whether it's a uh, little like, you know, sessions in the studio, um, stuff that I'm going on, you know, throughout my life. I don't, I don't mind sharing some of the, uh, the other stuff that I sort of get into, uh, stuff at work um, and my personal life. So if you want to jump on the socials, check out what I'm doing there um, and you'll be able to stay up to date with all things podcast, music, DJing, all that kind of stuff. So make sure you check that out at Boy King Koi. If you guys can do one thing for me, it would be to subscribe, rate, or share the podcast. Really would love if you could support um, and help grow this thing. Um, those, you know, if you do share or anything like that, it really does make a huge difference to the podcast. And you never know, there might be someone out there that needs to hear this, and maybe you need to share it with them. So um, I do appreciate anyone who takes the time to go and share or like or subscribe or rate or do any of that cool stuff. So thanks, everyone. All right, guys, that's it for this one. Make sure you're having a great day or night, wherever you are, and I'll see you guys soon for the next episode.